just because you are walking through a season of chaos or confusion or darkness that the spirit isn't up to something. Amen. Some scholars argue that the word deep in Hebrew, Kahom, uh, is a remnant of Mesopotamian mythology from the creation account called Onuma Elish. In that creation account, Marduk is fashioning the universe and he had to vanquish Tiamat, a goddess of chaos. Because Mesopotamian cultures had all of these creation accounts and stories. And Genesis, God speaks into the the Mesopotamian cultures and the Mesopotamian religion and the Mesopotamian origin stories to bring order into chaos. But this deep, this chaos was vanquished that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. We see in the baptism of Jesus, remember this chaos water, this deep, this is chaos, this is, this is confusion, this is troubling, this is disorder, this is the unknown, this is that we just saw on the video, the light that shines in darkness and the darkness cannot overcome it. This Jesus who is the light of life steps into a darkness. I hope that I am able to articulate this in a way that you are able to follow along because I know my brain sometimes works in ways that it's weird. steps into this darkness and this chaos that is spiritual. We see a natural chaos and darkness, but it's also pointing to a spiritual chaos and darkness in Genesis 1. The world, because of the fall, is still in the darkness. There are some who have allowed the light of life to shine. We see the Hebrews following the one true God, but there is still darkness and chaos into this darkness and chaos that Jesus steps in to the chaotic waters. In Luke chapter 3, as we are preaching through the gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 3, we have been here, we have read this, Jesus is baptized. Since when all the people were baptized, Jesus also was baptized. As he was praying, heaven opened, the Holy Spirit descended on him. In a physical appearance like a dove, a voice came from heaven, you're my beloved son, with you I am well pleased. Remember the deep, 
Jesus steps into our chaos. Jesus steps into the waters of chaos. steps into the waters, the spirit, like in the creation account, the spirit that hovered over the earth, the spirit hovers over Jesus. And the spirit hovers and the father says, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. In the beginning, the father spoke, God spoke and brought life and brought waters, the Father speaks and says, this is the one who is going to bring peace and curse the darkness and bring light. The Spirit hovered over Jesus. The Father said, this is the one. Jesus steps into our chaos to bring life, to bring life, to bring order. We see light at work casting out the darkness when we get to our passage today in Luke chapter 8 starting at verse 16 no one after lighting a lamp covers it with a basket or puts it under a bed but puts it on a lampstand so that those who come in may see its light for nothing is concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known and brought to light Therefore, take care how you listen, for whoever has, more will be given to him. And whoever does not have, even what he thinks he has will be taken from him. No one, after lighting a lamp, covers it with a basket, but puts it on a lampstand so that those who come in may see its light. Jesus has come to openly shine the light. Jesus has come to shine the light out in the open so that everyone who has walked in darkness can see the great light as it is. Jesus is in the open. Jesus is not revealing, is not covering anything. Jesus is there in the midst of everyone saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the light of the world. Jesus is shining the light into darkness. John again says, but the darkness cannot, will not, has not, shall not overcome the light that is Christ Jesus. Jesus is shining light into the darkness. Maybe your darkness this morning is a darkness of despair of anger or a darkness of bitterness. Maybe it is a darkness of uncertainty. Maybe it is a darkness of hopelessness. This morning, Jesus is shining light into the darkness. Maybe the darkness is a demonic attack from hell sent to destroy and to thwart God's plans for your life or your family. Jesus is the light cursing the darkness, vanquishing the darkness. Jesus shines in the darkness and the darkness cannot overcome. Jesus 
Jesus has come to openly defeat this darkness. This confusion, this chaos. And we're to continue reading in Luke chapter 8. And because chaos, darkness, chaos, it, it can cause fear. Luke chapter 8, verse 22. One day he and his disciples got into a boat and he told them, let's cross over to the other side of the lake. So they set out. And as they were sailing, he fell asleep. Then a fierce windstorm came down on the lake, and they were being swamped and were in danger. And they came and woke him up, saying, Master, Master, we're going to die. Then he got up, rebuked the wind, the raging waves. So they ceased, and there was a calm. And he said to them, where is your faith? And they were fearful and amazed, asking one another, who then is this who commands even the winds and the waves to obey him? Mark's gospel says that Jesus stood up and said, silence or peace, be still. Here's what we see, church, is even after Jesus has stepped into our chaos, remember these waters of chaos, Even after Jesus has stepped into the waters of our chaos, chaos, this chaos monster still rears its ugly head. This chaos monster does not go down without a fight. It continues to fight against the peace and the plan of God. This chaos monster is still working to bring fear. Because if the chaos monster can bring fear, he will you and he will stop you in your tracks from fulfilling the purpose and the mission for which you were called heavenward in Christ Jesus. If he can cause you to be afraid and to stop doing what God's called you to do, you will not fulfill God's mission for your life. You won't walk in the fullness that God has for you. You won't walk in the fruitfulness that God has for you. You won't walk in the flourishing that God has for you out of fear because of the chaos. Jesus steps into the chaos and he comes up and the spirit hovers. Jesus then is on the boat in the midst of the chaos. Jesus is not afraid of the chaos. Jesus is asleep even though chaos is all around him. Even though darkness is covering the boat, Jesus is asleep because Jesus is not afraid of the chaos. Jesus knows that just like in the beginning when he spoke and there brought order to creation, he could speak in that water that day and peace would reign across the chaos. Jesus can speak peace into your chaos. He rides in the storm with you. So, why are you afraid? Why are you afraid of the chaos? Why are you afraid of the darkness? It does not have power over Christ Jesus, and you are in Christ Jesus. You are hidden. With God in Christ Jesus, seated in heavenly places with him, even now, why are you afraid of the chaos when the spirit is already hovering in your life?
mention this morning, church, Romans 3, Romans 6, 3 and 4. Listen, we have power over the chaos market. You have power over this chaos monster, over this darkness. Romans 6, 3 and 4. Are you unaware that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in newness of life. We have come out of the waters of chaos with Christ Jesus. We have come out of the chaos. We have been raised to life with Christ. Chaos has no rule. Darkness has no Because you have been brought out of the chaos and set into the life that is Christ Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit at work in us. There is chaos, yes, all around us, darkness all around us. But the psalmist said, if I go into the, into the highest heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I win the darkness, even it is light to you, you may be surrounded by but there is light in Christ Jesus. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. He has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son, into the kingdom of the son he loves. You have been rescued. You have been transferred. You have been moved from the domain of darkness. You no longer are slave or rule to the darkness or to the kingdom of darkness because Jesus has conquered death, hell, and the grave. He has defeated darkness once and for all. And there is life for you. There is life for you. There is light to walk in. You can walk in newness of life, not in chaos and not in fear and not in darkness and not in despair. You can walk in peace because of Jesus. Ephesians 5, 8, for you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Darkness has no authority. You were once darkness, but now you're light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Your job, our job, my job is to now bring this light that casts out darkness The same light that cast darkness out when Jesus burst onto the scene is at work in us. And everywhere we go, light is shattering the darkness. If you're walking in the Lord. In Revelation chapter 21, chaos is no more. You got your Bible? chapter 21, chaos is no more, starting at verse 1. Then 
I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I also saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared like a bride adorned for her husband. Then I heard a loud voice from the throne, look, God's dwelling is with humanity and he will live with them. They will be his peoples and God himself will be with them and will be their God and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Grief, crying, pain will be no more because the previous things have passed away. Death is part of confusion, it's part of chaos. Grief is part of chaos. It's part of what, what, what brings us grief is because chaos has taken root. Pain is because of chaos at work. But you know what? In this apocalyptic vision that God gives to John the Revelator, he sees and he says, the sea will be no more.
the city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it because the glory of God illuminates it and its lamp is the lamb. The nations will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it. The gates will never close by day because it will never be night there. They will bring the glory and honor of the nations into it. Nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those written in the Lamb's book of life. The city doesn't have a temple in it, because the Lamb is the temple. The city doesn't need a sun or the moon to shine, because the glory of God illuminates it. The lamp, the light of the city, is the Lamb of God. shines forever and the darkness cannot, will not overcome. No night, no darkness, no wickedness, no pain, the Lamb will be the light of that city.
Holy Spirit room to hover over your life. Maybe there are forms of entertainment or things you watch or listen to that block the Spirit's movement. Move those things out of the way. Maybe there are traditions or things of the past or things you've held on to or hurts or ideas or ideologies that are blocking the Spirit's movement. Move those things out. Allow the Spirit to hover. That's the first one. Second goes along with it, and it is this. Align yourself then with the Spirit. Spirit, you've got to keep in step with the Spirit. If you're going to follow the Spirit, you've got to keep in step with the Spirit. Align yourself with the Spirit. Well, how do I align myself with the Spirit? First of all, you get into the Word, and you read the Word, and you study the Word, and you pray the Word, and you live out the Word. Align yourself with the Spirit, because the Spirit never contradicts the Word. Spirit in all occasions with all manners of prayer, all types of prayer, and petitions and requests. Make your requests known before God. Pray. I'm going to say it this morning. I'm going to say it. Allow the Spirit to pray through you with groanings that can't be uttered, with a prayer language that is only known by the Spirit praying through you. Allow the Spirit to pray through you. Woke you up just then. Align yourself with the Spirit. Allow the Spirit to hover. And thirdly, recognize, and this, and this is what I was talking about earlier this, 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 this morning, Submitting to the chaos monster is going to bring peace. It might bring an absence of conflict, but it will not bring peace. The enemy is still scheming his plans for your future and for your destruction. Don't think that submitting to the chaos monster will bring peace. Speak peace through the chaos and walk in obedience and let the Spirit hover and walk in alignment with the Word of God. Amen? Recognize the chaos monster. The chaos monster is going to tell you that Think, well, yeah, I have to do some work for my own time. 
not lifting your hands and not singing and not praising. Don't think you're going to get victory over the chaos monster by just sitting there. Don't think you're going to get victory over the chaos monster by skipping church on Sunday morning. monster is just going to our is just running high but it does mean we have authority over the chaos in Jesus name and we can walk in victory even in the battle